1: BLOB TALK RADIO Thinking about me
0: Good evening, good evening. Welcome to the Blessings by Grace radio Thursday night Food for the Soul Bible Study Hour Sessions with the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. Tonight, we're talking about the new 2020 series, What is Holiness? That is the new series we'll be talking about for the next few weeks as God leads Dr. Moore to deep, dive into the Word of God. Tonight is Thursday night, January 16th, 2020. Our time is 9.36 p.m. We just heard a song, I Worship You by the Gospel Sister Jewel, Mary Mary, that's Erica and Tina Campbell. Tonight, we're talking about what is holiness. In the Bible, it does talk about holiness. I will be treated as holy, saith the Lord. Be holy for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. That comes out of Leviticus 10, chapter third verse, and also 19 and 2. If this is the version and the way of words of God, then isn't it obvious as students of God and of his word that we have a responsibility to discover what God says about holiness? Now, how does one go about a topical study of God's teaching on the subject, or for that matter, any subject of the Bible? The first thing we, we have to do is to go and get a concordance and a bible and we have to look up the word holiness or any other words related to what we're studying. For example, if you really wanted to talk about sanctification, you would look up the biblical definition and how they're used in the bible under what context and verses. Now, under the circumstances, does God first introduce the word and the topic. What does he say after that? If I look up each each occurrence of the word and study its context, then I will have God's mind, his teaching on the subject. This is inductive study. So let's explore tonight how this is done. Listen to Dr. Moore as he breaks down what is holiness. Some of you in regular land might know your idealistic about what is holiness, but let's get what God has to say. Let's listen to what God has to say about what is holiness. He wrote the book on this. Everything in the Bible is God's word, his written word. It's his word. His thoughts are written down in a book called the Holy Bible. So get out your Bibles, and let's learn about what is holiness. I'm ready. Are you? Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the man of the hour, Dr. Bishop Arthur Moore. God bless everyone.
2: God bless you and ready to go tonight God bless you, God bless you, we love you tonight Thank God for you tuning yourself in tonight My announcer, amen, has opened the doors for us tonight Amen, we are going to dive into the word of God And we are going to talk about holiness It's Because holiness is the nature of God himself Amen, it's good to be back, amen, In on radio tonight Praise the Lord Bringing you food for thoughts tonight. Bringing you the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are so grateful again for all of those that amen is supporting us tonight. We're not doing this amen because amen is just something to do. But we're doing it amen because we love Jesus and we hope to gain you to Jesus before the end of time. We're going to the Word of God tonight, Amen. My pastor, praise the Lord, brought you the Scripture tonight, in which we are talking from, is Leviticus ten and ten, and it reads and say, and that ye may put a difference between holy and unholy, and between between unclean and clean, Leviticus. Nineteen one and 2, saying, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And Deuteronomy 8, 6 says, Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his way and to fear him. First Peter one fourteen through sixteen says, "As obedient children, not fashion yourself according to the former lust in your ignorance, but as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be holy." For I am holy. Romans 12 and 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Tonight, praise the Lord, we're going to just get into the word of God and express the word wholeness. Hebrews 12, amen, in verse 14, says, of peace with all men, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Now, that let me know, amen, that God has no respectable person. There is no respectable denomination that God is talking to. God is talking to his people all over the face of the earth. And God is telling his people, Amen, to be like him, be holy. So, Amen, we're going to eliminate all denominations out tonight and we are going to exclude God is holy, and we that know him must learn his ways to be holy. Sin has separated people from God. Sin has separated people from God. But through the new birth, however, a person is filled with the Holy Ghost and given a new spiritual relationship with God. Since God is holy, Christians are to be holy in spirit, behavior, and dress. We're going to talk about that, amen, throughout this lesson tonight. Praise the Lord. God is a holy God. All of us that is serving, amen, the one God, he is holy. His nature is holy. He didn't find holiness. He always has been holiness. God meets. Meeting God demand. We as his people, we must meet his demand. There is some requirement that God is requiring that all of his children meet his demand. Partaking of his holiness. If we're gonna be partaking of his holy, the old testament had a requirement to meet, and the new testament has a requirement to meet holiness exemplified a reasonable for standing keeping a right attitude if we go on to amen be like jesus amen we must have a right attitude towards the ways of jesus attitude means a lot to us as Christians traveling this way. We can't have no any kind of attitude and amen. This is why the Lord Amen spoke to us that we have we have to have a new birth. Got to be a change in our lives. Seven years ago a man received an invitation to see the president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. Since there was only a limit number of invitations he rightly rightly considered it was a rare honor. Before he could enter the White House, though he had to meet certain requirements, first, he had to receive a personal invitation. Secondly, he had to have a political party affiliation. Third, he had to be a party a head, he had given a proper attirement. Finally, he had to submit himself to be examined by the security guards. We may not all be invited into the presence of government leaders, but we, are, we all have been invited into the presence of the king of kings. And there are certain requirements, however, that we must meet. Beloved, if we don't meet the requirements of this holy God, we won't be able to meet him. We must have a personal invitation. No man can come unto me except the Father draw him. That's St. John 6 and 44. Except God draw you, you can't come unto the Father or Jesus Christ. We must be born again. Except a man be born of the water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. John 3 and 5. You got to be born of the water and of the spirit. Amen, in order to enter into the kingdom of God. The new birth experience, amen, initially inwardly inwardly holiness, sin are remitted. The people is regenerated, and the Holy Ghost comes into his life. There's a change, amen, that we have to meet. There's a requirement. That we have to meet In order to meet our God You can't just walk up to him Any kind of way Oh praise the Lord We have to amen Be as the man that was Praise the Lord Going to the White House We have to be inspected In order to get into the kingdom Of God We must submit Our lives in obedience to God. If we're going to, amen, live for the Lord, we're going to have to be obedient. Obedient. We must not pursue worldly activities. That's one thing that I see in this day and time that we are living in now. The church is caught up in the world. The world is going to wrap itself up in the church. And we don't want to. Be untangled from it. We enjoy the attire of the world. But in order to meet this holy God, we got to prepare ourselves. We got to put on his nature. Not the nature of the world, but put on his nature. We must not pursue worldly activities or dress in a manner that is essential, or it is Disgrace for today, amen, in the way that people is coming to the house of God, the way they dress, coming to the house of God, God is not pleased with this. God is looking for holy folks. God is not pleased with the way the dress code is today. We must live a sober life, understand what we have done. Understanding who we serve in. A righteous and a godly. In this present world, we must do it right now. In this present world, regardless of what man say, amen, about living for Jesus, we must, amen, present ourselves a holy sacrifice. One that can be used. Titus two eleven 11 and 12. Amen. Let us know that we must live soberly, live righteous, live godless right here in this present world. And you can do it. You can do it through the Holy Ghost. You can't do it within yourself. No matter how hard you might try, you can't do it in yourself. You, you must have the Holy Ghost. Speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give you uttering. Our actions. And our motive must pass an inspection. God is looking down on our action that we're living in every day, the life that we are performing. God is inspecting that life. Our action and our motives, our motive. What kind of motive do you have every day of your life? They are being inspected by the Lord. every man's work shall be made manifest. God's gonna make every man work every man works manifested gonna be He's gonna make every man work known. to see whether it was good or whether it was bad for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire fire going to reveal our work. And if he can't go through the fire, he can't stand the heat. Then your work was in vain. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon. He shall receive a reward. If you're working you're going to receive a, a reward for your labor and your suffering, your diligence and your respect and your attitude towards holiness. You're going to receive a reward. And if any man works, shall be burned. Oh, there are some people working not going to pass the test. No matter how much you confess that I'm holy and I'm living for Jesus, amen, your work going to chill off on you. Don't be like those, amen, say, Lord, did not I prophesy in your name, did not I preach in your name, did not I heal in your name, and the Lord is going to say, depart from me. I know you not because your work has been of iniquity. He shall suffer lost if his work don't stand. But he himself shall be saved. Thank God for the grace and mercy of God. Yea, so as by fire. Now know ye not that you are the temple of God? Do you really realize tonight you we that is confessing Jesus and say that we know Jesus we are the temple, not the church building that we go to, but your body is a temple of God. And that is where the spirit of holiness dwells at, is in your body, not in your church building. I don't care, man, whether it's a stove front or whether it's a cathedral. The spirit of the Lord dwells in your body. Not in a building. And the Bible said, no, ye not that you, you are the temple of God. You are where God dwells. there. And we must be careful what we allow to go into this body, into this mind. If any man defile the temple of God, then you know, amen, it can be defiled your attitude, your unrighteousness, and your thoughts, your deeds can be contrary to the word of God. And you can defile the temper of God. Is him should shall God destroy it? God's going to destroy it. Because no clean, unclean thing is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Remember, amen, the words of the Lord say, and that you shall put a difference between holy and unholy. And between unclean and clean, put a difference. There must be a difference in a Christian life and in a person that is not confessing Christianity at all. There must be a difference in your life. You can't walk hand in hand with a sinner and say that you know Jesus. You must put a difference. Between one life First Corinthians uh, uh, Chapter 3 verse 13 and 17 It said, When Adam and Eve Sinned in the garden God Clothed them In skin Of two To Sacrifice Adam Now listen When they sinned in the garden, as long as their eyes were closed to their nakedness, they were in the garden and didn't pay that any mind. They didn't pay that no attention. But when they disobeyed God, the eyes came open, and they realized that they were naked. And when they realized that they were naked, thoughts of uncleanness began to program their mind. Thoughts of evil, not thoughts of good. So God, amen, clothes them in skins of two sacrificial animals. There the man made fig leaves for an apron. Put some clothes on. That's what he's saying to the church people today. Put some clothes on. I don't want to see your neckness. Put some clothes on. The fig leaves that were sewed around them as of apron was too short. All these little. Minister. Amen. That is in church today is too short. We're going to deal with this. Amen. God wants his people to is to put on some clothes. Not to show their necklace The world appetizes this and they think, Amen, that that's One of the most worldly things that you can do is to show your beauty. God told Adam and Eve, amen, in the garden, put on some clothes. And because the fig leaves, amen, was too short, God saw two animals that was already dead and took their skin and told them to put it around them. I want some longer clothes upon you. I don't want to see your neckness. God required to atone for and cover their deeds. in much the same way our idea of self-righteousness. God don't want our self-righteousness. Well, I Think it's supposed to be like this It doesn't matter what you think It's not your way It is God's way I am the way The truth and the life But we have a self-righteous Spirit It does not satisfy God We must be clothed in the Beautiness of holiness We must be Like God himself all of God's peoples All over the face of the earth Forget about the name Amen the dead. It's over your church door Amen And you are representing holiness You're representing the Lord himself You put on the nature Of God himself God is holy God is holy God is holy And he ain't going to stoop no lower Than holiness We like to hide behind our denominations. I'm this and I'm that. It doesn't make any difference. God don't have but one people, then he don't have but one church. And if you are in the body of Jesus Christ, you're going to have to submit to the will of the Lord. You're going to have to remit to his requirements. God is holy the holy nature of God. Are you examining yourself day by day to see whether you are like Jesus or not? It is hard for us to imagine the holy dwelling place of God. God, whom very nature is holy. His, his very nature is holy. You don't think of nothing but Holiness. According to First Peter 1 and 16, does not tolerate sin in his presence. God is not going to tolerate sin in his presence. Now, if you like the Lord and you have been born again, you don't believe in letting sin dwell in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. If you know you do broke the law of God, you done did wrong. Cross the line, you then immediately must repent and ask God to forgive you for what you had done. God is holy. He don't tolerate sin in his presence. First Timothy 6 and 15 to 16. He mentioned the holy dwelling place of God as being that of the only potential the king of kings and lord of lords who only has immortal dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto whom no man has seen nor can see. God will not allow sinful humanity to violate this Holy domain. God ain't going to let sin. I don't care how well you can pray. I don't care how well you can sing. I don't care how well you can preach. If you ain't living a holy life, you're not going to violate God's domain. In other words, you ain't going to be up there where God is. Yea, it is amazing that he cares from and he communicates with mankind, offering a way for sinners to be clean of their sin and be made holy of his Holy Spirit. He cares for us, but we got to meet his requirement. Not him meeting our requirement, but we must meet his requirement. I've been walking this road a long time. And some things, amen, in my flesh. It didn't want to commit to the ways of the Lord. But I understand if I didn't obey him, I would lose out on everything. We must bring our flesh under subjection. This flesh of our must obey the spirit of the Lord. No matter what the requirement is, we must obey the spirit of the Lord. See, God, he saw, when God saw iniquity in Luthorfus, now you and I that is on earth, when we do wrong, God already sees it. Luther was looking like one of the archangels. Luther was sounding like one of the archangels. Lucifer was looking like a bright in the morning sun, but God saw something in him. He saw sin. He saw weakness. He saw deceitfulness in Luther. And God sees everything in us. When our mind is turned away, contrary to his spirit, God sees it. And he was one of the highest angels that there was, according to Ezekiel twenty eight chapter and verse fifteen but God it didn't make God any different about how high he was, and what his permanent position was he had iniquity in him, hidden sin. my beloved, tonight there is no sin that you and I can do and the Lord does not know about it. Remember, he is our creator. He created us. He knows every thought, every deed, every ideal that we think of would come into our mind. God saw this and he cast him out of heaven. See, God cast Lucifer from his presence. He cast him out of heaven along with the third of the angels who had joined him in rebellion. The angels, amen, helped, amen, they joined Lucifer in his rebellion. And God cast them out of heaven. Now listen, those were angels. God created them. They lost their first estate. They lost their holiness. They lost their right standing with the Lord, and God put them out of heaven. Revelation chapter 12, verse 3 and 9, read it when you have time. If God would not tolerate iniquity in his angels, what do you think about you and I? If God wouldn't put up with a mess with his angels, he ain't going to put up with no mess with you and I. who were created as holy beings. They were created as holy beings. Why should he allow sinful people who were made a little lower than the angels? (Hebrew 2 and 7. To dwell with him without being clean from their sin. Now, if God put out the angel, amen, man that he had made holy in the very beginning, why should you think he's going to let mortal man dwell with him? We're saying. And being regenerated by his Holy Spirit. God ain't going to let sin into heaven anymore. That's what we're fighting against down here. We don't fight against flesh and blood. But we fight against principalities, powers, and spiritual weakness in high places. Beloved, be ye holy, for I am holy, and holy without Jesus. Is. No man shall see the Lord. God m- meeting God demand. God demands us to be holy. There are uh, numerous of uh, biblical examples. Of God and man and holiness in His presence. If it ain't holy, He don't want it. If it ain't holy, He ain't gonna have it. I love the Lord, but I, I can do anything I want. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, you better recheck yourself. If you wanna be like the Lord, there's a great change in your life. That you're going to have to experience Now God walked it And he communicated With Adam and Eve in the garden Of Eden According to Genesis 3 and 8 Until they committed Sin God was right there with them Amen In the garden And he was communicating with them Until they committed sin Sin will tear you down. Sin will destroy you as a creature. Beloved, we are new creation in Christ Jesus. When they sin, God dealt with their act of sin. And when you and I sin, when you and I disobey God, God going to deal with our act of sin. No sin is getting away. No sin is getting by. The Lord, as God is in every place beholding the good in everything we do. Everywhere we be, God sees it. You can put the cover over your head but your feet don't be out. You can pull the cover amen off of your head. What's something else going to show? Otherwise, when I'm trying to say, there is no way we can hide anything from the Lord. He drove them out, he drove out the man, especially he drove out the man because God gave the man the commandments. He drove him out. And he placed on the east of the garden of Eden a cherubim. And a flaming sword which turned every way. God sent an angel there and put him there with a sword. A two-edged sword that cut to the marrow and the center of the bone. Every way that you would go, amen, that sword would cut you up. Adam wanted to get back into the garden, amen. But an angel was there, standing there, praise the Lord, with flames of sword, and Adam couldn't come through that door because that sword would have killed him. He had violated the law of God, he had disobeyed the law, he had disobeyed God himself. In ignorance, Moses attempted to approach the bunning bush, not realizing that God was in it. Moses was on the backside of the mountain, and Moses saw a bunning bush. He didn't know what it was. And he attempted to approach it. But God called unto him and said, Draw not nigh hither. Don't you come here. Pull off our shoes from off of our feet. You're approaching something now. Pull off your shoes from off of your feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. You're standing on holy ground and don't really realize it. Exodus chapter 3, 4, and 5. Moses, amen, I know he feared when he heard the power of God coming out of that burning bush. A bush that was burning and not consumed? In the back of the devil and nothing else was on fire? My God, my God. Pull off your shoes. You're trying to walk in God's house today with dirty shoes on. Pull them off. I don't mean that's your shoes. Pull off the way that you're walking in the God's house. Come in there confronting the presence of God But you're unclean God say pull your shoes off You're on holy ground God demands for holiness God demands for holiness In his peoples Was exemplified In the tabernacle plan God told Moses And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. Exodus the other 25th chapter and verse 8, God wanted to be among his people. You know, the Lord always wanted to be among his people, but they had to be clean. They had to be sanctified, and they had to be holy before he could do that. But God always wanted to dwell among his people. the redemption type of the tabernacle made it possible for God to dwell among humanity. Now God is among humanity. But God expressed certain requirements when he gave Moses the place, the plans for the tabernacle. First, there had to be a fence barring all who were not God people from entering into the compound. Everything, amen, that was not God people, they couldn't come on that side. And let me tell you, it's the same thing today. If you're not God people, you can't come on his side. There's a the bar against you. Next, the priest had to go through Three steps to go into into the Saint uh, into the structure. The priest had to offer an animal sacrifice at the brazen offering. The priest, Amen. He had to do something. He had to offer up to God a sacrifice, and he had to wash himself at the brazen laver, and he had to be anointed with oil. Only when these steps were completed could he enter the holy place and ministry. You see, you don't have no business trying to minister God's word being unclean. I'm talking to ministers now. If you are unclean, you don't have no business handling God's word. If you haven't been washed, in the blood of Jesus Christ, you don't have no business handling God's word. You got to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. My God, another Tabernacle plan. The common man could not come close to God. He couldn't come close. We all sometimes want to just feel like we want to sit up there with God on his throne, but God, amen, is not gonna allow because we is not able. We are we we we, we are unclean beings. Hallelujah. The common man could not come close to God, he could view him only from a distance. Since the death of Jesus Christ on the cross and on the day of Pentecost, however, he has made it possible for all people to reproach him by faith. Now, you can come to God tonight by faith. By faith tonight, you can come and you can approach the holy God. You must believe that he is and that he will. Reward those that diligently seek him. By faith tonight. Faith is the something, a thing that's hoped for. And the evidence of things that's not seen. you got to have faith in Jesus who died on Calvary. you got to have faith tonight. That is one step. Your next step, amen, after you believe that Jesus is who he said he is, you got to repent. You got to repent of your sins. You can have a broken heart and a contrite spirit. You got to break up the frolic ground that is in you. You got to, amen, know that you're going to turn around and go another way. Find the way that you was going. And after that, you repent. You must put on water baptism. You must go down in water. Be buried, not sprinkled, but be buried in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sin. And then the next step. You must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There are people today, man, have excluded the Holy Ghost. Speaking in other tongue, as the Spirit of God given them water. But the word of God, the word of God says. You go down in his name with water baptism and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Speaking in other tongue, as the Spirit of God give us utterance. And then they tell us, amen. These signs shall follow them that believe it. In my name they shall cast out devils. And if they drink any deadly things, it shall not hurt them. Through Jesus Christ, we can be partakers of his holiness. If you want to be partakers of his holiness. You got to deny yourself. And pick up your cross. Every one of us got a cross to bear. There is no need of me looking for nobody else's cross, amen, because, amen, my eye is heavy enough by itself. But must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? There's a cross for everyone, and certainly there's a cross for me. Partaking of his holiness. How could sinful man even get to God? His sin has completely separated him. Just think of that. Sin has completely separated mankind from this holy God. If sin has separated mankind from God, that means you are living and walking in spiritually darkness. You're walking, but you don't know really where you're going because you are spiritually blind. His sin has separated him. In his sinful condition, he wandered away, unable in himself to atone for his sin. No, you can't atone for your sin and restore his relationship to God. God dwells in a replenishing glory. But in his love and by his grace, he comes to us across the bridge of incarnation to effect salvation for all who look to him in faith and obedience, his plan for salvation. Oh, my God. He brings us salvation through the incarnation. Of Jesus Christ God was manifested In the flesh Justified in the spirit Seen of angels Preached unto to the Gentiles And received on us the glory God was Hallelujah Old Testament Requirement God is requiring something out of The Old Testament people And also the New Testament people In order for God to dwell with the people of Israel, they had to meet his requirement. Don't think God's done change today. They had to meet his requirement. As according in Leviticus 11 and 45, God told the people of Israel, you shall therefore be holy for I am holy. Holy have not just started. Holy has been around ever since god been around, and God has always been around. He, won't, he went on to tell them that they were an holy peoples unto the Lord. Deuteronomy 7 and 6. Listen, God don't have but one people. He's talking to all of his children. These Israelites, were to keep their camp clean from human defilement. You got to keep your camp clean. You got to keep your home clean. You got to keep your surroundings clean from human defilement. All kinds of spirit is coming up, amen, in the church today, in the home today, in in your surroundings. But you got to keep your camp clean. Don't allow these. Defiled spirit to come in And contaminate The holiness of Jesus Christ The cartoon that Is being played on TV To entertain our children The story that they put on Today About how Christians should act They're coming in and Entertaining us And the church should be that way Don't let them come in And defile Your place where Jesus Dwells at The Lord is holy and he, Amen we must be partakers Of his holiness How could sinful men get Ever get to God, his sin has completed separated him in his simple sepul condition. God dwell dwelling in replacing glory, but in his love and by his grace he come to us across the bridge of his incarnation. I said in order for God to dwell with the peoples of Israel, they had to meet its requirement. Are we meeting the requirement of the Lord tonight? There were many physical requirements which they which the peoples were to follow. God gave the people the rich definition of who was and who was not eligible to enter the congregation of the Lord. Read the 23rd chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Individuals with certain physically abnormalities and those who had defiled themselves by touching something dead were not allowed inside. God gave strict regulations which governed their night. Romans the 14th chapter, they were regulated with determination their proper attire. The priest who ministered in the tabernacle was given a more specified dress code. He couldn't just go before God any kind of way. He had to dress according to what God had told him to dress. The priests were the type of the minister ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ to me. They shall have linen bonnets upon their heads. They shall have linen breeches upon their line. They shall not gird themselves with anything that causes sweet Ezekiel. Forty four eighteen. 18. These holy garments were designed to prevent the defilement of the flesh. You go all now, amen. You got to come before him holy. The high priest wore a turban, a hairdress called a mitre. The word holiness unto the Lord was engraved in a place of pure gold. On the front of it, every time an Israelite looked at his spiritual leader, he was reminded that God requires holiness. My beloved, I want to say every time that you look at your spiritual leader, it ought to remind you that God is holy. This is Dr. Moore tonight saying, if the Lord delay is coming, I will be back on next week. Pick it up the same subject. Amen. And telling you, we must be holy.
0: Wow. Now, that was powerful. I told you. But it's holiness, You would get some knowledge and some information. So if you listened in, praise the Lord. That was awesome. Sauce with a capital awesome. Okay. That was beautiful. So we'll be back next week. We love you. God bless. And good night. Bye-bye.